Cold calling. <laughs> it strikes the fear of God, I think, into uh, many a salesperson, um, even the macho recruiters that we deal with too. Um, it's just have, has this whole sort of thing around it, doesn't it, that it's not a very pleasant experience. However, uh, I am a great advocate of blending the old and the new because there is a time and a place for cold calling and there are strategies that are available to use now that can make it a breeze. So that's the subject of today's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from Superfast Recruitment. And in the background, we have um, the office junior known as Flo, the super fast staffy, who is um, snoring in the background. So I do apologise if you can hear it. It's gone a bit quiet now. She's really gone into a deep sleep now, so we shouldn't, shouldn't miss it. Oh, there we go. <laughs> as if on cue. So today's subject is all about the secrets to cold calling. And um, I wanted to sort of cover this, this topic because it's a question we get asked uh, on multiple occasions about the value of some of the old school strategies versus the new school strategies. And um, so that that's the subject of today. Um, if you are listening to this on iTunes and you would like to read what we put, and uh, I'm going to mention something else later on as well, you want to go and click a link, then um, just head over to Superfast Recruitment and just sort of type in the search bar, The Secret of Cold Calling. And as if by magic, you will be able to find the transcription. So let's get into this. So that that word, that phrase, cold calling, it strikes the fear of God into a number of us, I'm sure. And even macho recruiters, um, because it's it's not normal, is it, to suddenly talk to strangers? You know, we're told as, as, as children to talk to strangers and suddenly here we are picking up the phone and speaking to people that we don't know in order to make a sale. However, cold calling still works no matter what all those gurus will tell you out there because obviously, remember, they want to sell you something that, that says cold calling doesn't work. So often they will say it doesn't work. We're very honest and transparent and we'll say to you, there are some old school strategies that work incredibly well, particularly if you combine them with new stuff. So do we still need to prospect on the phone? Absolutely, yes, because Sharon always smiles and laughs because she, she normally... Um, amusingly mentions at workshops and things that we run that at some point I always turn around and say at some point somebody has to get on the phone which is true that they do however they need to get on the phone when um, they have warmed up their prospect which is what we're going to talk about how we turn those cold calls into warm calls so if you um, if you're a, a scholar of prospecting, then you probably have your own data around, um, you know, conversion metrics and everything else with cold calling. Now, I have been working in sales and marketing for a lifetime, <laughs> a lifetime. Um, that's another story. But I've, I, I got my first 
sales job on Ashton Market, if there's anyone here from the north of England, on Ashton Market, selling things on the market. Remember, you used to have markets on a Saturday. So that was my first job when I was 13 and a half. I know, probably against the law. But anyway, there you go. So cold calling. So the stats here. And, you know, it hasn't changed much, I'll be honest, unless you use this particular strategy that we that we talk about. Um, so 100 cold dials is probably going to mean you get to speak to on a good day with good skills, probably about 10 people, 10 people. I think, crikey, that's one of the downsides of cold calling. It can take longer. However, um, remember that um, you may have got the wrong number. People have changed their number. People aren't in. People are off sick. People are on holiday. Somebody's out of the office for the day. Um, you know, the dragon, the, de- the gatekeeper won't let you through um, or they're busy or they're in a meeting. All the normal things that, that happen to all of us. However, you may get through. If you get through, uh, as a general rule, um, you know, if you can get to speak to eight to 10 people, you are doing incredibly well. Out of those eight to 10 people, again, let's chunk these numbers down. Remember the bias cycle, remember Pareto's principle of 80-20. It's likely that you might have a good conversation with 25, 30% of them, of which you may then convert more. So you can see how it can make a difference. Now, 100 cold calls doesn't actually take that long to make, provided they're targeted and everything else. So you can see how those figures actually play out. Um, and as I've said, you know, what does irritate me sometimes is that people will say, oh, it's always got to be inbound lead generation. Yes, it has. But there's some great old school strategies that will work, too. So from my from my perspective, what is the secret then? So the secret is how do you turn cold into warm? So I'm glad you asked that. So let me give you a theoretical example. Let's just say that Superfast are recruiting for a new admin person as part of the Superfast team. And um, for those of you that listen to this podcast, read our blogs, you'll know that we are based in the Lake District, which in a very rural location. Uh, we were both ex-city girls. Um, uh, however, we, we moved up here. So we're based in a rural location. Now, um, let's just say that we want to uh, recruit an admin person. So first thing we're going to do, we're going to head over to Google, start Googling and maybe phone a friend. And um, we'll have a little look on LinkedIn and in the search bar, we'll be looking for recruitment companies in Kendall or whatever. And then we're going to check people out. Now, this is something a little bit off tangent, but remember that when people hear about you from a networking event, from somebody else or whatever, or they find you on online, they're going to check you out, first of all, or they see see your posts on LinkedIn or um, you send them a random email, they're going to go and check you out, particularly if they are interested. So, you know, remember that all your content, all your LinkedIn profiles needs to communicate the value that your brand um, will will bring. So that's one thing. So let's just say that I'm, I found this particular um, company in Kendall, um, yeah, nice website. They've got some good content on there. Very useful. I connect with them on LinkedIn, follow the, the company page, connect with their, their MD on LinkedIn, on, on one of their consultants, start seeing the content, sign up for the news. Oh, these guys seem all right. Very useful. What they are doing is they are understanding me and my pain and they are sharing content um, and um, content that is useful. And again, um, this is an alert for those people that are taking notes, because I know a lot of people take notes when I do these podcasts, um, is that if uh, what what might be my issue 
And if you know your market locally, you'll know your issue. Now, our particular issue, this is true, is that we live in a rural location. Sometimes actually getting people to work in a rural location that are willing to come and work for you when it might be two bus journeys or they need to borrow the car from somebody, that can be quite a challenge. So we are on this um, person's um, email list and uh, and then they they contact us and say, um, hey, would you like to download this ebook? And this ebook is uh, really useful because the ebook is all about you know how to hire exceptional talent in a rural area, even if you've had disasters before. Now, um, <laughs> I'll repeat that for you while you go and get a pen because this is a really really useful. Um, um, ebook title. So it's called um, Yay Without B. And one of the reasons is it's basically how to do X, even if um, Y's happened before. So it's a really um, well tested um, strategy for um, blog posts, for ebooks, for all that sort of thing. So, you know, th- perfect. Yeah, we've had we have and we have had some disasters recruiting people. Um so um I- I'm gonna download this ebook, so download the read it, it's useful. And then a few days later I actually get a phone call from um one of the uh, people in the uh, in the recruitment company uh, and very nice she is too and we have a conversation and uh, she asked me why I've downloaded the ebook is there anything that we can help with and we have a really good conversation don't put the phone down the thing is I am willing to take that person's call and why am I willing because they built up value with me and one of the principles of influence I, I've talked a lot about uh, Professor Chialdini before And one of the principles of influence is reciprocity. So if I buy Matt a um, a glass of wine or I buy him a beer, then the likelihood is he's probably his his nature, um, the way he is wired as a human being um, is he's likely to want to buy me a drink in return. It's just the way that we are. So you imagine that. I've been getting all this help and information from um, the recruitment company in Kendall. Um, I'm going to take the call. I'm going to listen. And, you know, they may, you know, do I sign up with them straight away? Well, it depends how intense the need is and it depends how good and uh, they are at selling on the phone with me. However, I may well do because the, the conversation is completely different. It's not completely out of the blue. Well, actually, I never asked for this. I don't really know you. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, we're scrabbling around here. Instead, I have raised my hand. I am on that email list. I am opening those emails. You know, it, it's likely that um, this particular individual, let's just call her Louise, could have rung me at just the right time, just when I'd been doing some admin at midnight again. And I just thought, you know what, I need to do something about this. And then miraculously, her call comes the next day. That is how it can work. Because remember the bias cycle. We've talked about the bias cycle before. If uh, if you're new to this podcast, head over to Superfast and Google um, and look in the search bar for um 
you know, topics around the bias cycle and you'll see the difference that it can make um, because, you know, we're not all ready to buy straight away because our, A, either it's not painful enough, we're shopping around, um, you know, it's something that's in the plan, but it's going to be next quarter because we need to get the financial resources in place. We need to get the new desk or whatever that might be. Um, so that's where you need to think about, you know, thinking about get get that conversation going with somebody and you can do that in a in a very very productive way now i'm not arrogant and i know that there will be a few light bulbs gone on for people across the globe about this because i think what can often happen with recruiters they'll get the nice ebook and they may have it on the website in in a prominent position hint often it's not um, they may have it on the blog or they may not. Um, so, you know, if I've downloaded the report, don't automatically, if you are just waiting for people to email you back and go, yes, I need to have a conversation. It ain't going to happen. And it ain't going to happen because it's that 3%. So it's going to be a real, real small amount. However, there may be people that are, that are moving towards that 3%, but just need a little bit of warming up. So, um, you know, when we go back to our, our example, I said Louise as an example, you know, when when I do get round to wanting to recruit, who do you think I'm going to contact? I'm going to contact Louise, of course, because she's already got in the nicest possible way a foot in the door. Now, as soon as coming off this podcast, reading this um, this blog post, you can start doing this. You can head over to your email client and you can have a look at who's opening your emails. What a difference that could make. That could This strategy alone could completely turn around your, your lead generation uh, because not many people are doing it. So um, if you'd like to know more, more strategies around this, then um, again, depends when you listen to this. And we're running a masterclass and we're going to run a few over um, over the year potentially. Um, but we're running one in a few weeks time. and We're going to run one at the end of March. And if you are interested in learning about some of these specific strategies, we're going to cover a few on the day to really get people started. Um, it could completely turn around your marketing and your lead generation um, for this, this year. So all you need to do is if you're on iTunes, head over to Super Fast Recruitment blog and then go and have a look at the masterclass. In fact, actually, it's on a separate page, which is superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash. I think it's masterclass with a capital M. So if you if you type that in, it will appear. Um, you won't find it online because it's a private page. And uh, and then send us an email to support at superfastrecruitment.co.uk if you want a conversation about it. Um, this is, is going to be a very small event, maximum six people there because we're going to do some one-to-one stuff with people. But imagine being able to walk away knowing exactly what you need to do. Um, because we do know what you need to do because we've been working with, with um, our, our clients for... Um, seven, eight years now, specifically in recruitment, and we know what works. So this is Denise with The Secret Way to Make Cold Calling Work, um, saying bye for now. Bye.